1: Good morning. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com, download our past podcast, view our videos, look uh, look on there for some content that may give you some insight into your your retirement and your situation but as always this morning it's my favorite part of the show and i know it's yours it's when we bring on tony tony what's happening man
0: well i tell you what's happening i'm i'm sore achy all over i actually last weekend uh did something that i i found i'm allergic to and that's manual labor i was
1: gonna say yard work
0: yep exactly (laughs)
1: okay all right yeah i had to do the same thing it was uh you know it was one of those things mother's day yeah a lot a lot of planting needed to happen Exactly. uh, that's what i I was i was worked like a rented mule
0: yep i was too i had to we had two big huge patches in our backyard where they took out big trees and i did dig those out put in some lawn soil or topsoil then i had to plant grass seed in them but i i had to shovel uh and then dig plants holes fill holes it was, uh, my back, uh, I felt that the next day. I felt that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah. My, my wife decided we were, we were going to change our shrub line. So, uh, I wound up, Why I wound up, you? yeah, I wound up planting about 35 boxwoods uh and uh you know hydrangeas and just uh the the whole litany uh like you said you, you got um you know you got to mix up your peat moss and your your uh your compost your black cow whatever you're going to use and then you got to make your beds it was uh it was interesting uh saturday night you know it's it's a big night around the chance household you know three on un- three under six it's uh that's that's party time so yeah i dug my last hole at 10 30 that night because we had uh, I had to get up and cook the next morning for Mother's Day. So, yeah. I get it. I, I get it. But hey, that's that's the joys of parenting and the joys of uh of husbandry. So, yeah. All all good. No, it's it was worth it. So.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, it is or worth. Or that's it. A,
1: that's at least going to be my story on the show.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of the show, what do you have for us today? Let's jump right in. I know you've had a lot of questions from listeners uh, wanting some uh, financial advice. So, what do you have for us today?
1: Well, the first things first is, uh, holy cow, it has been an interesting week. Obviously, uh, the Colonial Pipeline—you uh, know—gas prices going up at the pump. Yeah, you know, just food costs. We saw, you know, CPI jump this week. You know, Tony. One of the questions that we get more often than not is, how are some of the policies and some of the potential policy changes that we're going to see? How are they going to impact retirees? And one of the things that we talk about is is we have to look at things from from thirty thousand foot because you know are we are we going to see tax increases? Most likely on everyone, probably not, but you know with some of the policies that we are starting to see uh, or or at least starting to to, to get the results from, and obviously COVID, uh, had a huge impact on this is, you know, I see inflation continuing to be a problem. I, I, I'd see, you know, obviously this is not all because of this administration, but uh, a lot of the policies I think are going to exacerbate the problem. We've got, you know, COVID, which basically coming out, we're coming out very hot, uh, hot meaning, you know, you're starting to see the reopening trade, um, and one of the things that that I really do feel uh, that that retirees and we get a lot of questions uh, is is the question of how are the tax policies and how are the the policies going to impact me and my retirement? Well, you know, folks, are you going to see your potential uh, marginal rate change? Maybe, maybe not. Right. We're still, Tony, we're still going through that process. There's really no, there's really no guidance other than, you know, it's like the, it's like the guidance changes every two weeks or, you know, this week it's this and this week it's that. Um, but retirees as a whole, you know, if you're in say two hundred thousand in income and below, uh, are you going to see your taxes go up or change? Probably not. I mean, that, that's that's entirely possible. Uh, we could see we could see a a rise. Um, that's why I've been preaching Roth conversion. Uh, obviously, allows us to take more income without having to pay more in taxes. But where you're probably going to start to see some of your your wealth and some of your retirement dollars, uh, I hate to say be wasted, but, you know, be forced to take them out more aggressively is because of inflation. It's because of needing more money to buy the same costs or same goods and services. So, you know, are your are your dollars going to be directly impacted Probably. I mean, it's it's an indirect, in my opinion, it's an indirect tax. So uh as we see, Tony, as we see some of these problems begin to to really take off, that's the reason why I've been preaching Roth. And you you know from from being you know from being on the show and from from being my my compa- my compatriot for the last two years, Roth is a way to combat inflation, in my opinion. Because If you if you're taking out, let's say you're taking out more aggressively for from your retirement accounts, if you can if you can feather in some Roth because you've done Roth conversion or you were contributing to Roth, if you can feather in some Roth, what you're basically doing is you're able to spend a little bit more and the dollars that you may have you know, been forced to pay 12 or 22 percent tax on now, you don't have that tax. So that's one way to combat that or, or actually make your income last a little bit longer. So, you know, uh, directly, are we going to see tax policy impact everyone? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I think indirectly, you're going to see those that, you know, are in the Thirty to hundred thousand range, as far as income goes. I think you're really going to see some some results uh, here shortly that we're not going to like. So, what, what yeah. do you think, Tony?
0: Well, yeah, I, I think so too. And you need to be prepared for it. I mean, we were talking before the show about uh, just. I think we're looking at some out of control inflation and some big price increases across the board. And you know, for retirees, that's really going to impact.
1: Uh, well, but you know, you know what, uh, what, what I really, I, I really want our listeners to think about is you. You have benefited. You have benefited for the last twelve years, thirteen years since. Oh, wait. Um, inflation really has not has not been that rampant. No, I mean it hasn't at all. And the Fed has really tried to manipulate it. So, you know, we have been talking and and we've really been trying to encourage you to start preparing. For the day when the the invisible invisible hand of the market is going to move the government out of the way and going to take over, because eventually the market will correct itself, um, prices will come down. Now have you started to, to prepare for that? If the answer is no, well, why not? We've, we've been asking, we've been asking and pleading and begging, you know, this is something that is going to happen. You cannot have one to 2% inflation in perpetuity. It's not, it's not going to be feasible. You know, there are going to be years if, if the market is allowed to, to operate under its own will, then you're going to see you're going to see years where inflation like it is right now inflationary hot cycle it's going to be 3 4 5%. There's going to be years where we're going to have the the cycle reverse and we're going to have deflation. But that's normal ebb and flow of the market. You cannot continue to have manipulation of one to two percent and think that it's just going to end well. It's not. And and you know, Tony, if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't to add insult to injury, I, I do feel like it would be it would be uh, very very much. Um, Bad taste of me not to bring this up because, you know, I like to at least make sure people are listening and make sure people are are up to date. Uh, You know, one of the things that has really caused a lot of questions by those that are calling into the office and many questions is they're starting to take notice of the capital gains rate. And what's that going to mean for retirees? Well, you know, most retirees and I say most because if you look at the statistics, the majority of retirees and the majority of Americans, they're not going to fall into the estate category, estate tax category as it is currently written. Okay, now, if if we see that drastically come back to earth, like it's being projected, that could possibly be the case. If you if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. you know, are we going to see are we going to see a lot of people uh, be added to the roles of the estate tax? Probably. But what we're going to see sure. is a lot more pain when it comes to capital gains, because let's face it, you know, and and I know that there will probably be some exclusions or at least I'm hoping that there will be. But, you know, one of the things that I've, I've really tried to make sure people understand is, the step up in gain, step up in basis and the capital gains rate whenever someone passes an asset is really important, especially think about and I know they get a lot of a lot of the examples, but it's the truth. You have a farmer, okay? you have someone who has property in their family for years and years and years and generations. Well, if all of a sudden now, instead of getting a a transfer of, of that property or transfer of that asset, over and having the step up in gains, if they have to pay tax on it, they're going to be forced to liquidate those assets yep. in order to pay the tax. Yeah, well, and that- for
0: family farms and, and inheriting, especially farmers, uh, you know, who have had this farm in the family forever. I mean, like the shore family farm, my grandpa has was home homesteaded. He was born and raised there. My dad was born and raised there. I was born and raised there. Right. Well, so. but
1: but Tony, it doesn't. I mean, I'm I'm using the farmers because I think everybody can relate. Yeah. But it, but think about think about the the father and son business owner, and the father owns the business. He dies unexpectedly because they haven't done the proper planning or the proper trust work or sure. estate planning, and all of a sudden, you know, this this son inherits a business that maybe you know, like a lot of small business owners, maybe he has between ten and fifteen or twenty employees. Well, now he may be forced to sell that business or have to liquidate the equipment or the property or, you know, uh, things to pay the tax. Well, now maybe he has to lay off half of his workers. Maybe he has to fire the entire plant or facility. That's the that's the the repercussion that they're not they're not thinking about is it's not just the wealthy that benefit from the step up in capital gains, right? It's the small business owner that if you ask them if they're wealthy, they would tell you no, because most of the time they're the ones that are the least prepared for retirement because they're putting their, putting all of their blood, sweat, and equity back into their business because they're passionate about making sure their employees have insurance, their employees have paychecks, and a lot of times they eat before these small business owners do, and when you when you lose that capital gains and step up especially for family businesses that have been like you said and you know and and doesn't have to be just farmers but just businesses for the for generations that's going to cause significant hardship and, and I don't you know, that's they you know, we we get questions. How are the policies going to impact me? Well, that's that's how and it may not impact you directly if you're already retired. But could it impact your son, your daughter, your grandson, your, your granddaughter? Probably. So, you know, the, these are some of the things that we're going to we're going to see. And last but not least, Tony, and this just goes back to inflation. You know, the unit cost for for most goods and services, or let's just say iPhones, okay. If if Apple has its tax it taxes increased, or there's just a flat corporate tax, okay, they're gonna make what they're gonna make. They're they have a profit margin that they're gonna want, okay. So. Realistically, think about this logically, folks. If you're paying fifteen hundred bucks for an iPhone, and Apple wants to make say four hundred dollars on every iPhone unit they sell, if their taxes go up, that doesn't. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pay their CEO less. They're not gonna pay their vice presidents less. They're not gonna pay their people less. You're gonna pay seventeen fifty or two thousand dollars for the same iPhone. So when they raise taxes, who's really paying it? Do corporations pay it or do you pay it? You pay it because they can control what you're going to buy, what you're going to pay. And I know a lot of people say, well, I just won't buy an iPhone. Well, I'll, I'll challenge you to tell me that two years from now. Because most people, they want what they want and whatever it costs is whatever it costs. And, you know, if it adds a couple bucks to their Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile bill, they're going to be like, OK, whatever. Well, that but that's you paying their taxes. So that's the reason why, you know, I don't I'm not trying to, to just belabor the point, but it bears repeating. They don't pay taxes. You do so folks be aware just know that uh just because just because it shines doesn't make it gold and just because we you know <laughs> I hate to say it but um i miss mean tweets that's all i gotta say so moving on um tony and uh, kind of a kind of an a an intermission if you will uh also the irs just to, to bear repeating as well the irs has also changed the guidance or has actually asked to push the pause button uh we're we're seeing some some discrepancies in the 10-year rule because obviously the secure act eliminated the stretch so let's say you're let's say you're a 75 year old, you leave your your forty five year old uh, a two hundred thousand dollar IRA previously before nineteen you could you know that forty five year old could stretch it over their lifetime they didn't have to take it all at once now that that rule has been changed it's now a ten year rule uh, but the IRS gave a little I would say a little bit of ambiguity in the rule uh, because basically. Uh, it was interpreted that you didn't have to take any rmds required minimum distributions until the 10th year and you had to take it all well now they're saying wait not so fast that might not be the case so as that that story unfolds that's one of the ed slot uh ed slot topics we talked about uh, whenever we went to their conference but uh, as we see that unfold we'll definitely bring it to the listeners but that's just something to keep on your radar especially if you're concerned about leaving uh assets to your kids your grandkids etc uh or if you're a son or daughter and your mom leaves you or mom or dad pass away, God forbid, and they leave you an asset, uh, just know that your your options are being restricted, so it's really important to know what those are. Um, so, Tony, a lot to cover so far. Um, oh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? In case someone's nervous, what do they need to do? They need to give us a call, 877-269-0839. Give us a call at CFG Wealth Management. Uh, folks, last question, Tony, last question from the audience for this week. Um you know one of the things that we're seeing more and more are people are really starting to consider uh, obviously retirement it's starting to be the at the beginning of that tidal wave we were talking about few few shows back a couple months back we talked about the fact that the biggest swath of baby boomers are basically retiring between 2022 and 2029 right there's 70 million baby boomers that are going to retire during that time and we're starting obviously to see more and more questions uh, as it's regarding to pensions right Um, you know do I take my pension as a lump sum that's that's been probably the number one question regarding pensions we've gotten in the last couple months they want to take their pension as a lump sum well here's here's a couple questions you need to ask yourself uh just just off the top of my head number one um how much is it going to take for you to live comfortably Uh, Tony you and I both know uh, everyone's different but everyone typically is going to have that number that they're gonna need to pay their bills right Um, and if if you have let's say for instance Social Security, you and your spouse have Social Security, uh, you need to make sure that you're able to cover your needs. And, you know, taking the lump sum, and a lot of times it makes us feel good, but it doesn't always make for the best situation. Because if you're healthy, uh, if you're retiring, let's say, 60, 62, 65 years old, uh, you really have no health issues, uh, no issues to speak of. Uh, So the danger, obviously, and the reason that people kind of like they. They take social security early because they're like, you know, I did the math and, you know, I'm going to make more money if I take it now versus blah, blah, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Uh, but uh, we've got to figure out, is the pension the right option? And, you know, just because you can take the lump sum doesn't necessarily mean you should, because obviously, just like we have volatile markets, if you take that money and you invest it, maybe it's able to produce the same income. Maybe it's not. That's something you need to consider. Um is there a cost of living on the on the on the pension you know that's that's another big issue uh, a lot of people are concerned obviously as we are about inflation cost of living um is there a survivor option that's that's huge right because i have seen some pensions not often but i have seen them where, Tony, they don't allow the spouse to continue. It's just basically, it's kind of all or nothing. They're able to get the, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, and, and they may not be, a, it may not be specifically spouse, but it may be like, okay, uh, 10, life in 10 or life in five or life in 20. What that means is if they were to pass before they drew it for 10 years, someone would be able to inherit it for a period of time. So a lot of cases may not be 100% survivor, may just be a, a number of years. If that's the case, is your spouse going to be able to produce the income after that is eliminated and still pay the bills? That's something you got to consider. Um, how much is the lump sum, right? Because, you know, we've seen a lot of cases where uh, if you looked at what the lump sum was, I uh, had, a, had a case the other day, a guy came in the office and the lump sum he was offered Tony was very small, but if he worked three more years, his guarantee, uh, it would take, it would take him earning 12% a year for 23 years on his lump sum to produce what the pension was going to produce, uh, a guaranteed. What do you think I told him to do?
0: Wow take
1: um, the pension <laughs> yeah. take the pension folks you have to run the numbers and figure out if the juice is worth the squeeze what would it take <laughs> what would it take for you to 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 make on that money what would you have to have as an roi to produce the same income for him it was 11 percent and change oh. that is and that's every year for 23 years I uh, mean the market you, you
0: want to take the annuity payout right right
1: because the because the guarantee is on the company it's on them not on you so doesn't matter they have to pay you because his pension was also under the pbgc limits pension benefit guarantee corporation then no matter what he was going to get that pension so yeah yeah, to me that's like you're getting a guarantee that you're gonna for all intents and purposes you're getting an 11 return on that money why would you move it? Right. But then again, I have seen some cases, Tony, where guaranteed income, uh, you literally because of of being able to shop the open market and be able to build your own pension plan or income plan. I've seen the case where, you know, instead of it taking 100 percent of your your lump sum, maybe it only took 80 and you were able to pocket the other 20 percent. I mean it, there there has to be there has to be some calculation and there has to be uh intentional and cons- and give consideration and give very thoughtful thoughtful consideration to what you're doing because if you make a mistake unfortunately with a pension Tony what is it it's usually what it's irrevocable right yeah so we really want to make sure that we are we're exploring all of our options to make sure that what we're doing actually makes dollars and cents
0: so let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you before we go
1: absolutely tony uh folks it's a it's a minefield out there and sometimes the mistakes we avoid really make all the difference and if you're out in in that minefield in that retirement zone right now if you have questions you need to give us a call 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. And let us sit down and help you figure out what's truly in your family's best interest, because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. We need to make sure that we take care of ourselves. We take care of our families because that's what's most important. And that's what's most important to you.
0: All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com.